Hello and welcome to the morning meeting, building John Boy Media. My name is Jimmy O'Brien. I'm here with Matthew Messina, and we are talking today about the state of the company. We're responding to, uh, there was two Reddit threads about the company. One had a thousand comments or 990, I think last time I checked. And one had uh, like 300 comments on the baseball subreddit and then the Yankees subreddit. So we're going to pick kind of the tone of some of those comments and specific comments and talk about them. We have questions that were left on the YouTube comments from last episode, uh, which was awesome. And I'm going to say that uh, up front again in part two of the intro, which I'm getting to right now. Transition to part two. Announcements. So announcement one, if you have any questions that you want answered next episode, leave them on the YouTube comments. We're going to check those. We're going to start using them uh, to uh, facilitate conversations as well as the Instagram live. We are... uh, no, no longer on AMP now, so if you want to join live in the mornings, mo- Wednesdays at 8 o'clock or 8.30 is when we're going to be doing these, uh, unless there's a big change. And we'll try to get ahead of it and let you know on my personal Instagram. And I like having the live chat and the people in and uh, getting kind of feedback. I just explained to Maddie, like, I like having it so it's not just me and Maddie, because then it would legitimately be a, a meeting and me, we might just get lost in stuff the audience doesn't care about. When I have that scroll of people like engaging and commenting, I uh, kind of remember, oh yeah, people are listening. Let's let's talk about what they we assume they want to talk about. If you leave comments or join the Instagram, that's your best way of helping guide the conversation into stuff you want to hear. Announcement number two, we are currently, and I'm going to tweet this out, Sam has asked me, we are currently building all of our teams for the floorball uh, tournament, which will be filmed the first weekend of August, I think August 4th through 7th or 3rd through 6th, I'm not sure, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, there will be six teams. It's a franchise series, so it'll be baggage. We got ice, love yous, hook line, sinker, McFlurry power, uh, and a six team. And we have a lot of open spots. Each team will have a uh, woman player. So if you are or know any, like, field hockey players or uh, women's hockey players, and you think they'd be a great addition, we have open spots we're looking to fill. Uh, go go get in touch with those people. And if you have any uh, male or female creators out there in the hockey space, or even not in the hockey space, but hockey players that you think would jive well with the tone and tenor of the warehouse games, uh, go tag them. Go tell us, hey, bring this guy um, – with uh, for creators because we have some open spots we're looking to fill. So I'll tweet that out as well, but I just figured I'd do it here. Announcement number three, Talking Yanks has a live event coming up. Amtrak is putting it on with us June 3rd, 2023. It has the year on here in case we we're like doing a crazy different year. Uh, the Taylor Public House and Kitchen, doors open at 6 p.m., uh, limited tickets available. It'll be the game will be on. Jake and I will be live streaming and watching and interacting with the crowd. It's always a ton of fun, and that is uh, tickets are on sale. Holy shit! Announcements are done, Maddie. Done. Announcement that like on my it says one. Tell everyone the agenda. Two announcements off the rip. Three. How are you, Maddie? I'm good. That was a pretty wild computer thing. It didn't shut down my computer it just locked and then i had to like re-enter my password and it just closed every tab that i had 
so that was wild. Um, overall, I am positive based on how I was doing at the end of last week. Uh, you obviously know, but I've taken some time off uh, yeah. just to get my head a little right after I hit it while I was on vacation accidentally. Uh, but so, yeah, I'm much better than I felt Friday. So that's good. I'm testing the waters today, working from home. And hopefully tomorrow's a big day with a big shoot with Jake. So hopefully oh, yeah. today goes well so that tomorrow I know that I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you know you're not the only one that was in concussion protocol? I don't know if the other person wants to know or me to say that, but it was a concussion week, I guess. I'm glad every yeah. both participants are doing well. I did not know another person, so I wish whoever that person is well. It's It was so interesting because I just listened to podcasts the whole time. I texted you and Jake that I was listening to Genghis Khan uh, last from the past. That's probably the podcast, like singular episode I've listened to the most out of any other podcast episodes. That blows I, my mind because I don't know what... I don't know, like, I don't know what that is, what, I remember the story of the Genghis Kong podcast. I think it was, um, like, immediate backfires, like a guy challenged yeah. Genghis Kong, he just wiped out their entire everything. Yeah. But why is that, is there, like, one particular conversation or joke, Jake and I, like, riff on that you like? Yeah, uh, it's just the whole, once you guys get into the backfire and talking about what this idiot did to Genghis before Genghis retaliated. It's just so funny. And then like the guy sends, he shaves Genghis's men and sends them back with a head of the third guy. Hilarious. <laughs> then Genghis pours silver into his head. <laughs> silver head. I think that's so uh, funny. Okay. I mean, that's awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad that, uh, <laughs> I, hey, the laughs from the past crowd runs deep. Did you? Uh, we did some laughs from the past yesterday with Buster Only's tweet. Yeah, yeah. Which was a really funny tweet by Buster. But, um, yeah. Well, the bad news for you is that the the race to the office uh, was back on today, and I crushed you. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Uh, I will crush you tomorrow, so that's good news for me. Well, I'm going to the warehouse, so that doesn't count. Mm, technically so, i'm working from home so if that's the way this is going i was here last night i still bet i bet i beat you we uh this monday was supposed to be and i was telling mikey i was telling the breakdown crew i was telling everybody because it was kind of i was doing the thing where you 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 tell other people and now the onus yeah. is on you to like yeah. make it come true. And I mm -hmm. kept telling everybody, Hey, if I don't crush breakdowns Monday and Tuesday, I got nothing but blame, but me like next week starts it. Let's do one a day. Let's like yep. crush it. There, things are happening. There's so many good ones out there. Like, and, and the team over the weekend was prepping them and we were ready. And then Monday or Sunday night, I got sick. Uh, yeah. I got this gastrointestinal virus that went through my family and I, whatever my family gets, I get like two weeks after the fact, which is bullshit because no matter how many times it happens, I always think, well, thank God it skipped me when I don't get it for a week and everyone else get it. And then I got it. So Monday I slept all day. I didn't get a single thing done. And um, that killed me, man, because I was I had just been like waiting for this moment since March. I thought it was May 1st. It turns out it was May 15th. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, didn't get anything done. Um, but I couldn't. I could not. And then yesterday I come in and I just uh, had stuff on my calendar that I didn't know was on my calendar and meetings I had to do. And that takes me out of like a giant session. And then today's incredibly busy with yeah morning and then talking baseball right after this. And then we're doing the password filming all day. Yeah. So I slept on the couch so I wouldn't wake up Katie and James. And I woke up at 4 a.m., uh, showered and came to the office. I've been here since five o'clock and I just recorded the voiceover for six breakdowns. Yeah. So we got to do them in post edit now, but I'm going to be very tired by the end of the day. But yeah. I feel that's why I have energy right now. Cause I like, you're midday. A midday, and I'm excited because yeah. I, I love accomplishing things and getting it done. And uh, I, I was yesterday. I was I was panicky uh, like that. Yeah. I that I was like, what the hell? How did I not? So, uh, but I'm happy now. And the, and those are going through post edit. And I think what we're gonna do instead of dumping all six at once is like back catalog them over the, like one a day for the next six. And then if I finish another one that jumps it, yep. you know, or, or whatever it is, but hopefully we, we stay on a good pace here. Cause now I have, um, Thursday, I'm gonna do like half day at the warehouse, half breakdowns. And then Friday's all editing. I don't yep. even have any doctor appointments or anything. So, um, very excited about that. Um, that's all of that. That's the update. But so I crushed you. I beat you. I got to work early. I forgot how much I do like that. Like if I had it my way and baseball didn't end at 11 o'clock, I would 100% be someone that falls asleep at eight o'clock. Same time as James and my kids wakes yep. up at four 30 and gets to the office at five 30. And, and then maybe I cut my day short and I go home at three 30. Like people yep. that live that schedule, which I think my uncle does, uh, as a 30 whatever year old dad now like i've seen the light like that is an awesome schedule i yeah. wish i could do it but baseball is a unfortunately baseball is a nighttime yeah thing yeah i didn't the first internship i had or i guess the second i, I didn't really enjoy it and i didn't enjoy the people too much uh so i mean i would get there at before 7 a.m and work eight hours and leave Cause it was a place that like tracked time to the T mm. so I would purposefully get there as early as I could. So I could leave, not deal with rush hour and just get home. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not like a nightlife guy, so Yankees have day games, but yeah, I do. I do very much enjoy getting up early and like attacking the day. It, Cause when I have a later start, I just feel like I'm behind from the get go. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Today's main topic and this this um, was let me see if I can find the uh, I think I texted a screenshot to you right someone requested that I do this because they're a fan of the morning on yeah. Reddit yeah. Um, maybe I'll do that now what am I looking for oh, no, probably looking on. for our texts. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, you know, last week was a really tough week for the company. We had to do our first round of layoffs and, um, 
And when just to make everything clear, when you say first round, that just means the first time we've ever done that. It's not like we expect second round plus rounds. Oh uh, yeah, future. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the first ever layoffs of the company, it was it was ten percent, um, which yeah, it, you know, uh, we're sixty something people, so the math's easy there. Um, and I didn't, I didn't know that like it was, articles were going to get written about it, which is really odd. Um, maybe not. We are kind of news. And then when you see the traction, the articles got like someone posts the article to uh, uh, Reddit and they get near a thousand comments. You're like, Oh, I guess that's why people will write articles about us. And in the end, that's a really good thing. That's like a really good thing. If we draw interest, that's great. Um, so the comments of the are, are wild. There, some are like, in tune uh an understanding others are, are very negative others just like wildly like wait what do you think is happening um and all of that and uh, we have like some that we picked out and maddie picked some and then i picked some but um whenever shit like this happens the coolest thing is that people that uh support us reach out like privately and we'll just say like the nicest things and make me feel like a bad guy for, for never reaching out to, you know, creators that I enjoy or, or even like um, authors I enjoy or musicians I enjoy and just letting them know because we get it a ton. Uh, and it's really, really nice. So we have a really like nice uh, base audience. So this guy um, on Reddit, uh, he knows who he is. I can shout him out if he wants, but um, uh Nevermore is the his Reddit name. He, this whole thing of really nice thing. Hi, Jimmy. I know there's a lot of negativity in the threads, uh, but I wanted to reach out, let you know. I really appreciate it, all that. And then he did say in the middle, I don't know if you want to indulge in the negativity, but I actually think it'd be really interesting to hear you talk about how you feel about these kinds of threads on the next episode of Morning Meeting, which has genuinely become one of my favorite podcasts. So I, I sent that to Maddie and I responded to him and we chatted a little bit. And I said, yeah, we can like, we can do that. Like the whole concept of this is to be like transparent and, and chat about the behind the scenes, the struggles, pain points, all that. So as far as the layoffs go, um, it's, it, it is like awful. Like we had to say goodbye to people that are great and, and have, it's, had to say goodbye, not for performance reasons at all. Just maybe that department isn't part of the uh, immediate need right now or or that department it, it got really big and we overhired or we overinvested and, and we just need to set ourselves up better um, to to um, survive or, or attack this uh, upcoming summer of down media spend, you know, like it's just like the, the climate for, uh, advertisers and media and all that is down right now. And, and people don't know how, how down it's going to go and, and how long it'll, it'll take to climb back up. And as a company, we had to prepare ourselves to be able to ride that out as, as, as best we could. Um, and then it's incredibly tough, um, obviously tougher on the people that we had to uh, part ways with than it is on us and that's not lost on me but it still was maybe the worst the worst three weeks of running a company we've ever had um like just on a on a personal and like um 
don't know, painful level. Like it just, like absolutely nothing. It just sucked, man. Um, I had to kind of hold it in as best I could. And as soon as, as soon as it ended, um, and as soon as I was out of the office that, that day when it all ended and started walking home, I just could feel, um, everything that like I was trying to be strong about and hold in like, like coming up to surface up to the surface. And then by the time I got home and, and was with Katie, I, I just like bald. Um, it's just terrible feeling. Um, and I don't think that helps anyone who was on the other side of the table at all that I, that it like was painful on our end as well. But, um, yeah, we had to say goodbye to some Good people that really are great workers, but it was just the nature of um, company and, and where we were at as a company and and all that shit. So the gist of it is, and I've talked about this a ton on here, is like as a company where we have to focus on revenue this summer and making sure that everything that we're doing is, is growing new audience or is attacking revenue in spots that we already get revenue, boosting revenue in the spots we already get. Um and we had a bunch of levers that we built up by 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 building departments and by investing in all this stuff, right? So, um, like our social media, we've been investing in that, building it forever. And now it's now we can start like monetizing it and and using it as a force. Uh, Blitzball Battle Three, through seven games, got over twenty million social media views, and that's all stuff we've been investing in, and that's part of the course. Like we're a growing company. You invest in things. You want everything to work out. Not everything works out. You have to realign. You have to readjust, and you have to get back on path. So that's basically that. Very good Whoa! Computer started talking to me. So I, I don't know if there's questions more specific, but that's kind of the gist of like where, where we were, um, how we got there, and that part. Now, the Reddit threads. Hmm. Uh, are more so responding to the news as if it was like we uh, went bankrupt and folded. Yes, which is, I agree. A lot of the comments are drastic, which I guess is something that you can expect from online comments. Yeah, man. You know what it is like, and I and I'm not above this or or out of this, but people, if you're not a, a supporter of something, oh, yeah. if you're just a you just uh a third party viewer you're interested in like a downfall right yeah like that yeah. laughs from the past season that you're listening to is me and jake literally talking about historical backfires like that's what people like and and whenever a company or a movie or a tv show bombs everybody likes to say i knew it would because of this and whether that's actually the reason or not that's just human nature that people love doing, myself included. Like when Quibi failed, I was like, duh, that was destined to fail I because of this. And it was my beliefs. I don't know if that's why Quibi failed, but I sure didn't think it was going to be a winner because of that. And then when it happened, like I, so like I'm not above this. No one is. It's just kind of the nature yeah. of human nature, third party viewing. Um, yeah. And that's what a, that's what a lot of the threat is. Is like, I knew they weren't going to succeed because this, and it's like, well, we're, we didn't fail. Um, but I also understand that, and that's fine. Like that's that's like how p 
people's brains operate. But when you read these threads, like to go back to the guy, um, his question was, uh, I actually think it'd be kind of really interesting to hear you talk about how you feel about these kinds of threads. And they happen a lot about us. Um, and if anything, it just makes me like read other threads differently when you're like, oh, mm. well, that's not true. Oh, well, that's kind of true, but like not, it's not as drastic as he's making a sound or, oh, this mm -hmm. and that. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's, I don't know. It's kind of like a shit. People just say stuff like there's good comments. There's comments that are right. But the one I put in here that made me like really shake my head. Uh, I threw it at the bottom and this is kind of starting out with one that kind of like annoyed me, which they all didn't annoy me, yeah. but yeah. where is it? So, um, this guy said the weekly dumb was so good when they first came out with it. Now it's just two dudes talking about their weekend and that got 88 people like agreed with it. Yeah. And that's just patently not true. Like yeah. the weekly dumb format hasn't changed at all. Besides there were more vis visual gags at the beginning, but like what we say hasn't changed in the, in the slightest. We're like, Jake, how you doing? And then he says two sentences about his weekend. And then he throws it to me and I say one sentence my weekend. And we say, let's talk about the sports. And we get right into the topics. Like, like that hasn't, I can tell you for certainty, the weekly dumb has not become two dudes talking about their weekend, but, but that guy said it because he just doesn't like it. And 88 people just because they want to, yeah. Or because they also just don't like what they don't like. And I was like, how did 88, like, that's just, so there, that was, and that's just one example. And probably the only example where I was like, what? Like, that's not yeah. anything. Like, there's no merit to that. You're just, Weird, but then there's a lot that are true. So I can, I can pause and you can walk me through one, your thoughts when you read it, because I'm interested in that. And then, and then if you want to point me in any directions of responding to topics, I'll, I'll let you steer the ship. Sure. And I, I mean, that's also another one where we like to say, like, don't let the comments dictate our actions because the comments are 0.5% of our biggest supporters. So their thoughts might not always lead to the the content that we should be producing. This is kind of like looking at that from the other end. So one person that doesn't like the weekly dumb that somebody else said it in this thread of like, Oh, I, I thought I was the only one that didn't like Blitzball. I'm glad to see other people don't like it. It's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. specifically said, I see one to two other people comment that they don't like it. And I feel so much better. It's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, in that vein, I think Blitzball is something that caught a lot of slack in this throughout yeah. the thread. Um, my honest reaction is that I'm not surprised if you're not somebody that's a watched it at all. Yeah, it's probably pretty confusing or or B don't like watching long sports. I think that one of the appeals of your channel main channel is it's short and blitzball is the opposite. So yeah, yeah some of the audience isn't going to correlate or translate. Yeah. But what are your thoughts specifically now when it's 
Blitzball is booming as much as it ever has. What are your thoughts reading some of the Blitzball comments? I'm just reading bullet point four in our thing. Yeah, so this thread was um, our baseball, right? So it's all the, the baseball subreddit. I think and, it's and, our Yankees, but yes. Oh, well, our baseball had the our baseball had a thousand comments. Yankees had three hundred or something. Uh, dude, I mean, it just it simply boils down to a, a lot of it is. I like the one thing. I like this one thing they do. They should just do that because yeah. I don't like the other things they do. And the truth is, we're very lucky that that person likes the one thing we do. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, it, like it's that's. That's awesome. Like, I'm not asking you to like everything we do. No one is. And I I appreciate that you like one of the things we do. And if that's all you want to watch, awesome. That, yeah. That's great. But that, that's kind of what it boils down to is like, you know, I, this is why I like, this is what I like. Don't do anything else. So well, that's the plan is to build a business and grow and, and give other creators opportunities to, um, you know, do what I got the opportunity to do, which was make my own content and, and, and like pursue the grind and, 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 um, excel at something that if it, if I wasn't given that lane, I, I wouldn't have ever, I wouldn't have ever had the choice. I would have just been like a, you know, a video editor at a company I don't enjoy, or, um, maybe there's a company that exists like this, that I could go edit there. And it's a more fun, experience editing for an audience that exists. So if I just wanted to do, if we just wanted to be three people and do the same thing over and over and over again, there's probably a shelf life on that. There's probably a shelf life on how long the audience lasts. There's probably a shelf life on how long I do it before just being like, this blows. I don't want to do this anymore. That was like never, ever the, the goal or the plan to do just like one genre, one niche of things ever. Uh, It was to build ourselves uh, a base where we can try things and, and, and like allow ourselves to do new shit. And then we got big enough and to allow other creators to come on and give them that same bandwidth and freedom and, and support. So it's just kind of like, you know, people that don't want to they just want to stifle growth in a way because they do the one thing i like not the other things and blitzball is super divisive because uh no one asked for it and no one would ever ask for it and you're either like didn't i explain this a couple episodes ago like people that enjoy mlb baseball and listen to podcasts about major league baseball they're not the biggest crowd that's going to go watch creator leagues on youtube it's Mm. a totally different like audience yeah that's going to like creator leagues and that's why we've we've put an emphasis and i've talked about needing to find new audience for um for the warehouse games because my my assumption was that everyone that kind of knows us already has seen us promote it and they've either decided they're going to tune in or they decided they're going to hate it um or they decided they're not going to hate it, but it's not for them. And yeah. and we need to find new people because it is a big niche market. And I mean, we we've done that. We've just we've been incredible. Like this weekend was a man incredibly successful weekend for the channel and all that. We and we're, and it's because we're finding new audience. Like I, 
It's 5 million new viewers to the channel in the last like seven days or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It, the stat that I like is since May 11th, nearly a full week, that channel's gained over 3,500 subs. Some days hitting 7,500 new subscribers a day. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's what we needed to do. And like, so I understand that. So I don't know. It's very like, that's what my brother, I asked him like, what his takeaway? And he was like, Blitzball is very divisive. And it's like, yeah, I I guess so. You don't have to be upset. It exists. Um, We do promote it a ton and that that might annoy you. And sorry about that. But if you're not promoting your own shit, no one else is going to promote it for you. You know what I mean? Like if you're not waving your own flag, you must be embarrassed of it. Yeah. That's a bad sign. So, yeah, like, apologize if we're annoying you, but it's helping, and it's it's been huge because um, the numbers are crazy. Uh, so, and we can talk a little bit more that about that uh, after we get through more of these comments. But yeah, the two comments in terms of Blitzball that I wanted you to touch on. Uh, you were talking about how the goal of the company was to be diverse and never something just rinse and repeat with three people this comment said as popular as they are within baseball revenue that isn't dependent on a team the yankees are good but if they decided to be bad is probably super key is that also a thought process of like yeah we don't want to be tied to something that we can't control yeah well it's uh it's yes yes it's that but it's not it's not for fear of the Yankees being bad and, and that it's just um, we want to create our own IP. I mean, that's that's kind of how you you last and, and you really uh, win in the industry is creating uh, your own IP that you fully own, right? And now, like, instead of buying the rights from someone else, uh, we could sell the rights. So... It was, it was most, it was some of that, like, Hey, let's try to build our own stuff. It's going to be hard. It's going to take a while, but let's do that. And the other thing is, um, we need to get off of MLB, the, the baseball's calendar, like our, our revenue calendar or our views, our audience is just, it's just literally baseball and we can't get away from it right now. And it'll take a while. Like, Q1 for us is really Q2. Like, April is when our charts everywhere uh, just fucking go crazy up through October. And then, um, actually through September, because baseball is kind of weird. As soon as your team's out, you kind of don't, a lot of people don't even pay attention anymore. So, October kind of is like a huge dip. Very odd. Um, Not a huge dip, but it's a dip. Um, So, we needed to create... Like one, you have Giants podcast, Talking Giants. They're doing incredibly well. We are have more football stuff that we're trying to develop. And then we have other things that are not tied to any leagues or any sports. So we're on our own calendar. So we're doing a, a big live event in September. And if we could start doing like a, like a huge live John Boy con uh, or like, you know, MLB uh, or baseball YouTube con and it's like warehouse games plus all this other stuff in January, that would help us in, in Q1 like yeah. with the off season. So it, it was it was more so trying to build stuff that uh, isn't reliant on another calendar and build our own calendar. Yeah, completely. 
the other comment that I wanted to get your specific opinion, <laughs> this is for me being inside the walls. I, I know that interviews on Talking Baseball and Talking Yanks are few and far between, and that's somewhat purposeful as those are the episodes that tend to do the worst on those two podcasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was yeah. one thread of specifically saying, stop Blitzball and just stick to podcast and bringing on other interviews. Uh, Bernie, Tino, those kinds of people, Batansis, Todd Frazier, Brandon McCarthy, <laughs> Austin Romine. <laughs> so this is the Yankees subreddit? Yeah. But so let's just do what I do what I think I want and don't do anything besides the stuff I want. Uh, yeah. interview, interview episodes have not done well for us. Right. Uh, at all you know you build it's how you build a show like rose rotation is an interview show so yeah they do well because people go there for interviews uh we aren't an interview show we are a topical this is what's going on in yankee land show now boone's a little different because he's a guest where we're talking about topical things um but at one point i'm talking baseball we were doing a ton of interviews and then we like looked at the numbers and we're like dude like we had, uh, we had um, Trevor Story, right? But like when he was supposed to get traded, and uh, he wanted to come on, and uh, and like it was in the middle of the season before, the, and it was just like our worst episode in uh, the whole year. So just not the, just not the audience that we built, and and yeah, like an Austin Romine interview is. It's not going to do well. Uh, but that, that, like, and we have guests coming to the office and we'll do stuff with guests, but we don't do like, you know, on talking Yanks interviews. So yeah, but that, that's, that's fine that he wants that. Like it's, it's, it's awesome that that guy is a fan of talking Yanks and is a, would, it would enjoy hearing us chat with those players. Like that's a win. Yeah. Um, the fact that he wants us to do nothing but that, isn't really our problem. I, I just, yeah, I just, I'm sorry, but we're going to do more than just the one thing you want us to do. But I, I very much appreciate that. He wants us to do that, you know? Yeah, for That's sure. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a win right there. Yeah. It, if you're at the point where you are happy to listen to you and Jake talk to virtually anybody that has a tie to the Yankees, then that's a huge win. Yeah. The next, I think, biggest, and I mean, I only looked at the Yankees. I didn't realize it was also on the baseball uh, subreddit. But oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. That the baseball one is um, a thousand more. comments. So my my perception might be a little bit off, but nine hundred and twenty three. Same. The next biggest topic, other than why are they playing blitzball, was asking really what the 60 employees are for and i thought your thoughts and explanation there would be beneficial for people that don't don't see inside the walls yeah and that's the number one comment on uh the baseball subreddit is uh today i learned john boy isn't just one dude on a mac which i get if you're not like if you don't know us, but that's, that's on us, man. That's why we're trying to grow and, and do bigger things and get audience elsewhere. Because I don't know if you, if you for four years now, uh, just watch breakdowns. That's all, you know, then like, that's 
might be all you ever know. So yeah, uh, that's on us to find new audience. But like that, that kind of like stings more than the insults. Like, ah, man, like I want to grow past that. I want people like eventually they will. But uh, um, and then, yeah, I was like, what? What is that? So uh, I don't know. People just don't know the scope of what we're doing. And like we're a young company. We got um, we got investment and funding and you know, you don't get investment and funding to be stagnant. Do <laughs> you get it to grow? And, and then some people are like, well, now they're, now they're held accountable because they got funding and they got to do whatever they say. Like, no, we chose to go get an investment and funding because we wanted to grow. Yeah. Like what? We're not being, no one, they, we didn't, they didn't force us to take their $5 million and, and grow the company. So yeah, we've been hiring and we've been growing. We hired really fast and and faster than we should have, but we we were in growth mode and just adding things. But we have um I don't know, 11 creators. Um we have a sales team. We have a social media team. We have a team full of editors. We have HR, we have office manager, we have accountants, finance department. I don't know. I feel like if you if you know how a company operates, you 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 understand that their employees are are involved in a company. So that's yeah. a little bit more like they just don't know we're a company. Yeah, it's a little that they don't know that we're a company. Also, I mean, you kind of referred to it, but because somebody listens to Talking Yanks, it doesn't mean that they're going to realize that we have. The JM Entertainment Channel, the JM Gaming Channel, the Warehouse Channel, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. that's, like you said, is an area that we can continue to improve and promote across different channels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on on baseball subreddit, a lot was upset or some was upset. I'm not upset. I'm not on talking baseball anymore, um, but also upset I don't do breakdowns anymore. And the very reason I'm not on talking baseball anymore is to focus on breakdowns yep. more. Um, and I'm, and those episodes are kind of a grind. And um, I don't think I'm the voice people want to hear on a national broadcast because I, I'm, I'd lean way more cynical than optimistic or in, in my head, like realistic, you know, four teams have a chance to win the world series every year, basically. And if you're not one of those four, I guess you don't want to hear me talk about it, but Man, uh, those episodes were a lot. I don't, I don't like, I don't like doing podcasts where I just, I don't, I'm not fully informed. So when I was doing the Monday and Friday apps last year, I would wake up uh, at six, and then as soon as I got on the train at seven, I'd just be watching all the condensed games and reading all the articles about all the teams, all the way until uh, eleven o'clock when we recorded. Uh, actually, it was noon last year. So it was like 8 o'clock, I would start, and I would do four hours of like making sure I knew what I was talking about, going over stats, going over players. So like 8 o'clock to noon, that's when we recorded last year, I believe. And then we would record for two hours, so noon to 2 o'clock, and then we'd be done, and I would need like a breather, and get to 2.30, and then that was the whole, that was the whole day. So uh, it was a lot. And the... The show is still growing. Trevor and Jake are crushing it. It's the number one baseball show um, out there. When you when you combine all the numbers, it's doing crazy well. And I I'm joining the midweek episodes and doing like kind of like you know the topics I enjoy. But 
again, that's a great thing. I'm glad you want me on it. it and then I like, I feel happy that you want me on talking baseball, but it was, it's a ton of work. And if you also want breakdowns, like that's where my time is Monday morning after the weekend comes down right away. And then uh, Fridays right now yeah. are just completely like my calendar is, uh, is locked. Booked, is locked. You can't, you can't get a hold of me. My phone goes on silent mode and I do breakdowns all Friday. So I don't know. I, that's what it is. Yeah. It's tough that Mondays and Fridays are the two days that overlap there, but you know, for 40% of your week to be dedicated to one podcast is tough, obviously with the breakdowns. Um, the, another comment that I, I think is mostly in the vein of not realizing the breadth of the company was putting everything onto one or two channels. This is, I think that this comment comes from like knowing YouTube, like most people have, here's my main channel and here's John Boy Media 2. And like everything that's not a main channel video just gets put onto the second channel. I think that's where that concept is like coming from, but. No, I think they just don't know the algorithm at all. I guess. Because they, because we did do that for, 2020 like we put clips of all the other shows and had some other shows on the main channel yeah but what happens is the algorithm sees well when they post this type of video that's five minutes or less and has a a comma in the title it gets this many views and when they post this video that's 15 minutes long and has no comma in the title it gets way less views. So let's not promote the video that's going to do way less views at all because, you know, YouTube gets a cut. So they're yeah. only promoting the things that are getting views. So actually it just gets buried. Like yeah. absolutely buried. Like we had sequence on the main channel and you would look at the impressions, which is the number of like people YouTube showed it to and it was nobody. Like the only way it was getting views is if people like searched it out to yeah. find it. Mm-hmm. So you just you just can't do that, um, and that's just how it works. Yeah, YouTube is super niche channel wise, where people are not going to subscribe, and the algorithm is not going to continually promote things unless they're in a similar vein and topic, or and if they're not the same length normally. So, yeah, it's tough to. The way that John Boy Media is building, it's tough to condense everything onto one or even two channels, similar to how like individual YouTubers might. Yeah, well, a lot of it is comparing us. Like, you know, if if you do know YouTube, you know the top one percent that are yeah. like amazing, and yeah. they uh, they have like smaller companies that you know they don't want to grow as vast as we're trying to grow, which yes. is like, like a, like a big endeavor. Like we're yeah. not like blind or naive to like, what we're trying to do is tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's also just not what you, you may think we're trying to do. Yes. Um, uh, anything else? Yeah. Just to rip through a couple fast ones before maybe we go on and talk about, uh, the warehouse games channel. Uh, your weekly videos, is that something that you plan on continuing in the off season, going back to when you're able? Oh, yeah, because people who like this channel like this. I just started filming some again, and I have a bunch from the past, 
Um, if I can get caught up on breakdowns, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I can have someone like just help lay them in the timeline for me. It might be weird editing them. But if I film more consciously. But yeah, people like them. And behind the scenes of The Office does well in those videos and then at home life too. So I started filming them. I still have filmed like, you know, at the house because it's home videos. I haven't filmed around the office that much, but today I have been. So I did kind of start. I don't just don't know. It just was the, the editing time. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough since baseball season's back. It, it's a lot more time. Um, yeah. But that's exciting to hear that. It's not necessarily waiting till November. See, I'm recording you right now. Nice. Well, while you're recording me, let me ask, do you ever plan on bringing front lawn game style to the warehouse? Maybe another mini golf? Oh, mini golf. No, we would just go to a course and play if we were to do it and uh, do it in a different way. Um, I don't think it was juicers worth of squeeze building all those sets. Uh, front lawn games. Yeah. I mean, those are fun. We could always do that. Uh, I feel like that would land more JM entertainment than, oh, I don't know. I don't know. No immediate plans for, for either of those, but I wouldn't rule them out. Yeah. I mean, we, there are some warehouse plans that we've had and postponed that had a similar. Vein. Wait, we are doing something similar to front lawn games, right? Is that still planned? Oh yes. On JM entertainment, we're doing barbecue games. That's yeah, which is similar. Planned. Yeah. 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 It'll be like cornhole and ladder golf and stuff like that. Polish horseshoes? Don't know what it is, but yeah. I love that. Uh, continuing to just knock off some of these quick ones. Uh, how is Yes going? Are you still involved outside of Boone? Yeah, we just had a meeting with Yes yesterday to figure out some watch parties uh, where we're like, you know, on their app streaming. Yes is yes is going good. I mean, we they put us on after the games, which is cool. Um, we give them digital content, and they give us linear content. A lot of people don't understand that. You know, that's kind of bothers me more because it's always just comes as a criticism. Like, well, they can't say anything else because yes pays them. Like, all right, you have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, yeah, that it's just a partnership. It's it's a digital for linear exchange. Mm-hmm. In a very friendly, like they're awesome. I love the guys at Yes. They're they've been great to us, but no one's paying anyone any any money to control anything. Like yeah, they've never told us no. We've never, you know, it's just like that's not the rela- the relationship isn't that. But oh, now that they're getting that Yes money, no. hmm. we're getting. We're getting promotion. They're getting content. Yeah. Uh, these are all, by the way, questions, these rapid fire ones from the YouTube comments. So if you have anything in a similar vein, feel free to comment it. I guess maybe I should say who's commenting these. So thanks. Yeah. To yeah. So, all right, so so we're off the Reddit thread. This has doesn't have to do with yeah. negativity. This is the this audience. People yes. that would tune in the morning that had questions on uh, the YouTube. So shout out to Shuts, G Dogs, Jack Smith. And then the last question here is a little bit more in depth, but Jake Rocker said, I love this channel. 
Uh, how was John's schedule when he had no views? I get the start is just straight grinding. So how do you balance the grind versus real work versus personal time? Um, I was really bad at that. I mean, yeah. In 2018, uh, really 2019, um, I had no personal time. Katie was working. Um, she was a, a, a waitress, and I was, um, I was grinding um, in our like home office, and we were living uh, down the shore. Uh, and we were, I was making thousand bucks a month or fifteen hundred a month, and we were splitting rent, and I. I just made rice and bouillon because I was sick and I remembered, oh shit, this was my lunch uh, and my dinner. When Katie would be working a night shift, I'd just make myself rice. Uh, um, but it was really bad. I mean, it was really unhealthy for our relationship. I had to kind of, uh, like I, I kind of remember that time not fondly because I pushed, I pushed uh, mine and Katie's relationship to a pretty dangerous spot as I was like super dedicated to growing it. Um, and I probably, uh, 75% regret it or, or whatever the balance is. I could have, I, I mean, I, I could have just balanced it a little better, but I was, I was waking up at 9am going to sit at the computer and not getting up until, uh, 1am because we were, we were putting out then Jake and I, I, th I think 40, um, or 40 pieces of content a week. Between breakdowns, laughs from the past, John Boy Jake Radio, talking Yanks, and then talking baseball. I was doing six pack cinema. I was doing talking songs. Mm -hmm. um, There's probably other stuff that I'm misremembering or or not remembering. And I, I did all the pre production, and I did all the post production. Yeah. And I did all the social media clipping, and I did all the. I did a lot of the merch designing. Yeah. And I did all the, you know, posting the merch on the website and, and sharing it. And I mean, I, I don't know everything. So yeah. there was no, there was no balance. It was, it was bad. I mean, I, I was so deep into it that like, I didn't realize how bad it was. Right. But it also like worked. So I probably could have adjusted and just taken, you know, a couple hours, uh, out. I didn't miss a game for three years. Yeah. So, um, I've gotten better, but it's still not great. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, it was, I don't really look back on it fondly. Like I, I don't look back on it like other entrepreneurs do. And they're like, da, 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 da. I was like, no, I don't <laughs> recommend that. Yeah. Cause that's what people were saying. Like you, you, you listen to people and they're like, you know, you're not going to go to weddings. You're not going to do this. Like, you're not going to have friends for a little bit. You got to build. And I was kind of hearing that stuff and justifying like yeah. my hermit grind life. And then, uh, dude, I realized like I, I want family and family time and yeah. all that. So, I, um, slowly gotten better and better and better, but, but I, I do not sit here and, and say, do that if you're starting your own company find a find a balance because it sucked yeah on a completely lesser degree 
uh, one thing that I found helpful when I was working full time at a like regular job and editing YouTube videos in my free time, I would just wake up earlier because that's when family didn't mind. Like I'm not doing things with family at 6 a.m. And then it didn't interfere with my regular job. But that's another one where you're, you're just going to start giving up sleep at some point. But yeah, obviously that's to a super lesser degree than yours. Um, that's really all of these. The one other one that you pulled out uh, that we haven't touched on is uh, please no hate for this, but I didn't even know they did yeah. baseball content. Somebody linked me. They're watching baggage pay playlist. I binged it in three days. I went to follow them on Instagram and saw the whole thing was baseball. Yeah, that's awesome. That just made me yeah. laugh. They just found us through watching baggage and loved yeah. it. And then underneath that, we're a lot of night. Like there was a lot of comments. Like I like GeoGuessr. I like this. I like that. I like this. I like that. So it was that was that was a funny thread to see. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, is that all? That's all the questions. Those are all of our comments that we pulled out. Uh, do you do you want to shift a little bit and speak on Blitzball? I can quickly, and then I got to run to do talking baseball. But dude, yeah. my biggest takeaway from the success that we all saw on the Warehouse Games channel was to share successes with the whole group or Slack always. So yes. Yes. our Slack channel, which is the warehouse series, and there's you know, 40 something people in there. Yeah. All weekend was just, you know, I would send an update like this is the most viewed ep viewed episode. Um uh people were sending like, you know, I'm looking now, you sent like seven K subs in the last four days, and then everyone's hearting it and liking it. And then Rob uh M who's editing it's like, you know, bragging about this and, and Kyle and socials bragging about that. Um, and every, and it's just like this group excitement cause it's such a team effort. Yeah. And my biggest like kind of learning or takeaway is that even like, you know, there's been episodes of, uh, things you missed where I just text you and be like, Hey, yes, that one crossed a hundred K like didn't think it would. I should do that in Slack with everyone who is part of that process. Um, yeah, because that's that's the coolest thing I've seen is just how like the whole company, everyone involved was just super like on it. And and Courtney was in there and like, you know, she texted me like I'm waking up, I'm refreshing every day. Yeah. So that's my biggest takeaway is like it was it was it's been a team win. Um, it was funny that it came when those threads happened where everyone was uh, doubting it and uh and it's still climbing, so it's awesome. But whatever yeah. they can, they can doubt it. They just don't have. They just don't have to view it. You know, you know yep. that Kipling, that Kipling saying, "You big, you big Rudyard Kipling fan." Yep. Uh, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowing, make allowance for their doubting too. So we he trust. He also said, "Carry a big stick." Hmm. Yes. Um, anyway, every every episode of BB3, every game is doing better than the game before because it's getting new audience. Yes. That's that's the first time we've had that. Usually game one's the biggest, and then it kind of dwindles, and then people get interested again in the postseason, which kind of echoes sports, right? Opening day, huge, and then dwindles in the postseason. But not this time. 
every game, even yesterday's, which wasn't the greatest, is bigger than the one before uh, in terms of viewers. Uh, amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you put it into words pretty nicely. The the camaraderie that it's built is so cool, but the numbers are also so cool. Um, seeing that, I think that maybe you and I had texted about this, but the for a, a little bit, the Love Yous Ice game was the one that was like by far and away the best performing. And now that's gotten passed, which is fun. But you had texted like, we built those teams. Like it's not, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it's cool well, to Love see. Well, Love Yous is, you know, they're both their own IP. Like, you know, yeah. We Get Ice built themselves. Nikki built his own audience. Like they created, but I just feel like they've been part of every, uh, you know, since they've come, they've been part. Love Yous wasn't part of the first Blitzball battle, but part of one inning league. So they've been on this ride. So um, they have like people are, know them they're regulars and like people are rooting for them where uh hook line sinker right now we're not seeing that effect but we will as they continue to like be a more name that you know and recognize yeah and i also think that's why doing the franchise series and ball and play and floorball having the same teams helps yes but that was really cool to see it's been so rewarding man it's the biggest it's the biggest like leap right like yeah we invested in something and i i have an end vision that i saw that i don't know if anyone saw with me for a a long time and maybe some people didn't see with me until we started getting this momentum here yeah but like super proud of it uh a lot of people hate it off the rip but there's an an audience for it dude it's so compelling it's it's such the editors did such a good job it's it's just really well done so to see results uh is uh it just like really rewarding i hope everyone's really proud of it because like it was you know 30 40 people effort yeah it's it's incredible the one thing that i just thought about which i was curious as to what this looks like so this is i was right since april of last year to April of this year. So one year, the channel got 41,000 subscribers. So like take away the initial, we just launched this channel. It's fun. Blitzball one up until before the start of Blitzball three, 41,000. And in the last seven days, 35,000 subscribers. That's crazy. It's awesome. It, it's like, uh, yeah, even when the views were light, like everyone would ask me, like, what do you want it to be? And I still think they're kind of light. Like I want to get to the point yeah. and we might be getting it where they're, you know, a hundred K per game uh, in the first 30 days. We're actually might get that on this one. People are hoping for it. I don't think we will on average, but uh, you know, I mean, Rosie always asks that everyone always like, what do you, what do you, what makes it a success? I'm like, it's year one. I, you know, all of last year, the numbers didn't matter to me really at all. Obviously you want to be able to sell out and stuff, but it didn't, it didn't change the, like the potential I saw or like the end like goal. Yeah. Um, which like, like truly like it's year one, like no one still think we're at the very beginning. Uh, for sure. 
But it's so I mean, cool. Like we're creating our own TV show, reality TV show, sports stuff. Uh, people are like emotionally watching it and and laughing and, and uh, whatever. So um, super cool. But I don't know. People like that wanted to doubt it or not doubt it, but like like shit on it after like the returns of the first six months. Like what? Yeah. What did I didn't expect anything different in the first six months. Yeah, obviously Building. there's more backing and more of a, a carryover audience, but if 2017, John Boy Media as a whole, the first year compared to now, I mean, look at the warehouse. It's off to a faster start than that. It's just, it's cool. Yeah, that's true. Um, last thing to touch on that I wanted to hear now that game eight has come out, has there been any reactions online that surprised you regarding uh, baggage versus pinstripe. No, I haven't been in the weeds in the comments because the, con and I love this, the comment section is very much new viewers. Yeah. So it's a lot of like a lot of sifting through, uh, what are the rules or what's this or new viewers tend to talk shit before they, they inevitably yeah. say, uh, never mind, I enjoy this. And then they start yeah. being complimentary. Uh, but I, uh, I, th from what I've read, it's a mixed bag of like, you know, cowards and, uh, bad versus I thought it it came out that we were just pathetic, which I think is the major tone. Uh, um, I think it's, I think it was riveting and hilarious. Just so funny. And yeah. uh, I still am shocked how much it killed the vibe in the warehouse at the time. The vibe. That's the one thing that, uh, did you listen to the Blitzball Boys? I listened to the first half, not the second half. I th I think it was in the second half that they said something like, "Oh, we think that the warehouse was just surprised, and like it took us a little while to like really digest what happened." The warehouse was quiet and a like pissed off. Like it was weird <laughs> being in the warehouse. It was Dude, it booing. was really weird. Yeah, it was. I'm still kind of shocked. And like I say that to people, and they're still like mad. Oh, there are some people that <laughs> they probably yeah. If you brought it up to them, they'd be like, "Yeah, I hate you for that." Yeah, my brother, Prizeman, they're still like mad, and they thought the audience was gonna like hate Jake and I. I'm like, I don't know, guys. Like, it's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I I thought I personally thought the audience was not gonna hate but I thought there would be more negative than there was not like cowards. That's, I don't really think that that's negative, but I thought there was going to be more like what the hell, like McFlurry should be in at this point. I guess McFlurry just didn't set themselves up to be in a good spot, but I think that the reaction has been really fun. Yeah. Um, the one thing they didn't have uh, was K Mac when Jake and I first started talking about K Mac yells to us, do what you got to do. And I asked yeah. the editors if, if you have that, put it in because it really changed my brain. Yeah. Um, but he yelled, do what you got to do. Like a couple times when we were looking at him and talking. And I was like, all right. And then like, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know if Jake was going to pitch to him or not. Like I was like, it's the best strategy. But Jake, he was more conflicted. Jake hates it. He's, he doesn't enjoy watching it. I think it's fucking awesome. Like content executive producer me watches that with the biggest smile. Uh, yeah. So much so that like Blitzball battle, and it's so long ago that I don't care. Yeah. 
did you think in the moment that that was the content decision? It That was my concern standing there in the moment. I was like, this is not the content play. Yeah, that's why I, I didn't think so either because walks are really boring. But looking at it back, it was. Like, it's still, it's the best content yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. And that comes from us being like so twisted up and Rose and Moylan laughing. Yeah. Uh, and Lou and Joe's not fully like, understanding what's going on but i i do think jake shouldn't have grenaded that final pitch i think if he just throws it there's way less anger i like the in hindsight i liked it i don't know yeah well i do think that put the warehouse on like full edge yeah i think my thing in the moment i obviously just wanted to see the action and like if they hit a grand slam there that place goes like wild it's just yeah pandemonium so part of me wanted to like have the chance of that i think the other part of me was like if you're gonna like stop prolonging this and i understand now that you were debating it in your minds but i was like just say put up the fours like move on what are we doing well yeah jake got two swings and misses out of loop yeah they were just speeds yeah all right, I got to run and do talking baseball, but thanks everyone for tuning in. If you're still listening, uh, subscribe, leave a comment, all that, and goodbye. Bye.